Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 30 of the Cutting Out Early Podcast. Max, did you hear something during that intro? <laughs> yes. I think I heard a bit of a click going on. <laughs> what you doing over there, Alex? Somebody on Zoom having a little too much fun during our intro. Wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. You went and smashed space bar or something, and there's a huge click during the intro now. Oh, really? <laughs> Do we want to restart? I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no, not this time. We're pushing through, Alex. <laughs> oh, boy. Well... Uh, you know, with COVID, there's always these expectations of being perfect on Zoom. It's not perfect, everybody. There's <laughs> always going to be issues, but uh, we're, we're, we're hanging tough. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. It is March 3rd, 2021, episode number 20, Max Major, Alex Newt, Zach Montgomery, taking you guys through another fun-filled episode with a lot to get into today. We actually Episode have, 30, though. I know. That's a that's big a, number. Halfway to 60. Isn't that a mile? <laughs> I don't even know if Zach can count to 30. <laughs> a quarter to 120. It's pretty high. I, I don't think I have that many fingers and toes. I'd have to check, though. Well, you might. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, we actually got some really good weather today. It was 57 degrees I saw on the news today for a high. It was great. I have no windows down today in my car. Oh, yeah. I think it's a big moment to be able to roll down your windows and maybe you know throw on the heated seat. You can throw on the temperature a little higher in the car. But I love that cool breeze. You know, just feels like spring. Feels like it with I the sun out. It. With the sun out, it was real nice, shining, beautiful. Man, oh man, I, I was it that nice over there, Alex, in Grand Rapids, or uh, were we uh, just lucky over here on the east side? Uh, no, it was pretty nice over there. I uh, over there. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm at Anna's again this week. Oh, really? Sitting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were close by. Uh, I was starting Monday evening. Oh, well, we'll have to grab lunch. <laughs> Maybe. I'm I'm really busy. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see. I understand. Well, um, if we do want to grab dinner, we can uh, until 11 p.m. now with the new uh, COVID restrictions being relaxed a bit here in the state of Michigan, um, which is pretty exciting, I, I guess. I mean... Uh, what what what's the change, Zach? They, they so Governor Whitmer came out on Tuesday, so uh, yesterday from when we're recording this, yeah, uh, Wednesday yeah. the third. Yeah, uh, restaurants and bars are fifty percent indoor capacity, uh, with up to maxing at a hundred. Uh, Wait, which, maxing at a hundred? Yeah. What um, if it's like a? Ma- I don't know, okay, hundred people, not hundred percent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maxing at a hundred people. What if it's like a massive facility that could hold like ten thousand? You only have a hundred. Okay. They say they do the same thing with like uh, outdoor venues for uh, sports. I guess they've always done that. Yeah, athletic stadiums that seat uh, less than ten thousand people can have three hundred seventy-five max. Three seventy-five. Yeah. 
that's an interesting choice. But or okay. an, an outdoor facility seating over 10,000 can have 750 max. So you can be like Tiger Stadium and sit and sit uh, for, what is it, 45,000, something like that. And you still can only have 750. So what is that, like three to a section? They seat more than 45,000, don't they? That's don't four, they? I'm pretty sure it's 45,000. Is it really? Yeah. What about um, indoor arenas with capacities over 10,000? Is that listed there? Like Joe, like uh, not Joe Lewis, uh, LCA uh, or Ford Field. I think they can do fifty percent or three hundred. Okay. Well, they've had. No, that doesn't make any sense. Three hundred max, fifty percent or three hundred people max. I thought you said under ten thousand indoor. The max was three seventy five. No, that's outside. That's all outside. Okay. Okay, I see. I oh no, see. no, no, no! It's athletic stadiums and arenas. Excuse me. So it doesn't. It's all of them. So they can have. 375, I guess. Okay. Well, there are there have been people at Red Wings games. One of my buddies, he's a season ticket holder. He was there. Nice. So so that's going. They're giving away, um, not giving away, but they're allowing, um, I believe it's 1,000 people uh, for the Tigers opening day game. I saw that too. So, But they're prioritizing season ticket holders, and, I mean, it's going to be impossible to go. Yeah. Um, opening day would be nice, though. Yeah. Do you, you think imagine? if it wasn't opening day, they would even sell 1,000 tickets? <laughs> well i think people are kind of like getting crazy and stir crazy and want to want to go True. To okay. i think there's okay, a let's lot say of that co- let's say covid didn't exist which <laughs> i know we all want to pretend would the tigers be able to sell a thousand tickets on an odd like wednesday in april absolutely not oh come on it's hor- they're horrible i know but i mean a thousand tickets the place holds a ton and let's say none of those are like school groups on a field trip. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can no longer uh, eliminate the coronavirus from my head, so I can't answer this question. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I mean, at least things are opening up. Fifty percent restaurants, like you said. Yeah. Indoor um, dining too. So yeah. For indoor dining, and they can stay open. Uh, it was ten p.m., but now it's eleven. Yeah. Correct. Okay. okay. Well, step in the right direction. And, and. Michiganders between 50 and 65 are going to be able to get vaccinated this month, right? What's the details on that? Does anyone have like the specifics of what's going on? I don't have it in front of me, but I thought we were just talking about it, that if you're between 50 and 65, because they had already done everybody over 65, or you were eligible if you're over 65. Um, But this Friday, if you're over 50 and have a pre-existing condition. Is that right, Max? Is that what you're saying? Um, it's, Let's see if I can pull it up quickly again. If no, you can find it. I thought I, I saw it on, the, I I saw it on, it. I saw it on Channel 4 earlier today. I thought they said this Friday and then... And yeah, it like goes from you have pre-existing conditions and then they do them without pre-existing conditions. That's going to be like a few weeks from now, like three or four weeks from now, the yeah. end of March. Um, so over 50 by the end of this month, regardless of... of pre-existing condition or not it doesn't matter by the end of this month if you are over 50 in michigan you can get the vaccine you should right the detroit yeah the detroit number uh not even restrictions what eligibility is even better uh if you like work in detroit or if you live or work in detroit they have some really nice options if you're looking too so aren't people being pretty optimistic about um, I was listening to Carson Anderson earlier today, and they were talking about the, uh, the the time that everyone in the country could be vaccinated. And weren't they saying, like, the end of May? Or, I mean, have you heard anything along those lines, Zach? Like, I mean, like, towards the end of May, beginning of June, like, I mean, they Al- could have enough where everybody in the entire country could be vaccinated at that time. Alex was telling me about this. Yeah, it was, like, end of May, right? I just saw that Biden said that by the end of May we'll have enough 
doses for everybody in the country. I don't think that means it'll be administered to everybody, but he said we'll have enough by the end of May. It will never happen. <laughs> no, no, it will, Joe. We did it, Joe. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> nice. There we go. Perfect, no, So Joe. I have the specifics for Michigan. So okay. Michigan, 50 and older with underlying health conditions or disabilities can get vaccines starting Monday, and everybody else over 50 will be eligible March 22nd. Monday as in uh, March 8th, and then March 22nd is uh, uh, two Mondays after March 8th. So there we go. Pretty exciting stuff, though. I mean, seriously, that's that's great. Um, and I'm glad restaurants are opening up a little more. I'm definitely excited to uh, – I mean, I I haven't gone to restaurants. It's, it's always felt safe to me. I mean, even back during the summer when things were open a little more so than they were, you know, during the wintertime. Um, it, it seems like these restaurants are taking it seriously and, and, and trying their best to – Stay safe and make a living, which is which is great. If if they can do both, then then I'm all for it. So so absolutely. And it seems like numbers are getting better. I guess. Yeah. No, they're dropping. Well, significantly sure. better. Yeah. Um. What about the bill that is in Michigan right now, Alex? You might be interested in this. Um. Allowing Michigan bars to stay open until 4 a.m. Uh. This is. The I feel like we talked about this before. We have. Th- this was talked about. Um. Like last August, and and now Episode I, I don't know what happened. Tenor, probably, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but but now I, I don't know what happened to that bill. But a new bill has been reintroduced, and uh, they're trying to get this passed through um, <laughs> and see what happens. But I mean, is this is this a no brainer, or are there? Is there a lot of opposition to this? I don't even know what the political side is, one way or the other. I don't know if there is one. I mean, I'm sure there is, but it it seems like a no-brainer to me. Why would you Why would you cut this off at 2 a.m.? There's plenty of other states where it's open way later. I don't understand why it's 4 a.m. or 2 a.m. Excuse me. Like why? Yeah, why do you care? I don't, like if somebody wants to stay at the bar till, you know, 4 a.m., just let them do it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what well, the negative would be. I mean, the only thing I could think of is that they want to get like drunk people off the streets at a reasonable time. And not just have a bunch of drunk people twenty four seven on the street. <laughs> it could be a little more of a dangerous situation. I don't know, Alex. Is there any drawbacks to this that you see pretty obvious? I mean, yeah, like you said, just trying to get drunk people off the streets before the morning commute. I guess. Um, <laughs> morning I commute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I I don't really know. I this is the first time hearing about it. Um, I know that's way past my bedtime. Uh, <laughs> so you won't you won't find me out till four. <laughs> um, I guess my only question is what what time do like cows generally go home? Because nobody should be out past when the cows go home. Yeah. Um. I I don't know what to say, Alex. <laughs> we should restart. Right, just play, because play of the that. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Now now we can start over. Where's play the, the crickets? In, yeah. Play Jesus. the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is out there, and um, we will see where this bill goes. Um. Oh, there are people saying uh, it is uh, not going to be. This is from Click on Detroit, which is Channel 4. Um, I think 4 p.m. or 4 a.m. is Extreme, uh, which is uh, Nia Marshall, who's quoted in this story, who's the owner of Ivy's Kitchen and Cocktails in Detroit on Jefferson. Um, public- if you think it's extreme, just close it, too. Sure, why not? <laughs> public safety will have to be. 
Public safety will have to be heavily involved in a decision like that. I don't think that someone can just say, Oh, you need to be open until 4 a.m. For the most part, most restaurants, especially like mine and others, they are in communities. There are noise ordinances in these communities. There are curfews in these communities. There are a lot of rules that you have to adhere to. Who doesn't love a great time? We love to have a good time, but we want to do it responsibly and safely, of course. That's according to Marshall, the owner of Ivy's Kitchen and Cocktails in Detroit. You on can, Jefferson. You can keep How do you know Marshall's a smoker? <laughs> I don't. It doesn't have to be a smoker. That was not Your a smoking voice. voice. That, was, that was definitely a smoker's voice out. Well, or Max. Well, you know. Definitely saying. smoker. Maybe so. Maybe so. She could be. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's also, what is it, one year since things have kind of been locked down? Hey, Alex, do you remember where we were um, pretty much the day before everything got got shut down pretty drastically where we were yeah. i don't but i remember we were planning a ski trip for our spring break for our uh our respective spring break that was unbelievable because yeah. we were we were ready to go on that trip until like like three days before we were supposed to to take up we were gonna go to banff which is a, a a dream destination for me uh personally i mean my God, I was looking forward to that trip so much. Yeah, just outside Calgary, I was really looking forward to that. That was going to be amazing. I Skiing just, up in I the just Colorado got, Rockies or oh. the Canadian Rockies. Oh my God, I just got, I was so looking forward to it. Yeah, I just got done with my the biggest exam that you know med students have in their first two years, and I was ready to. Uh, well, no, I was ready to like celebrate, you know. And then I had like the that was, yeah, that was pretty rough. Were you supposed to come on that BAM trip with us? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I still have the ticket uh, credit or yeah, Del- Delta. Delta still has my credit, too. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's right. I just remember. I'm trying that's... to think of where we can go now. It's <laughs> Where do I find that credit? That's probably gone. I'll probably log in. There's like, oh, it's my, not there anymore. I Sorry. Had, so I was flying there on Delta and return on United. So I have credits for both airlines. Well. <laughs> um, Alex, you and I were at, um, we're in, we're in Greektown. We were at Golden Fleece. It was right after we took that exam, the um, the MPRE. Oh, the, oh, really? That was right after we took the MPRE? Yeah, we, oh. we, remember that? We met up at, at, at Golden Fleece, and we were talking about the trip. That's right, and it was pretty empty. It was, but I mean... Well, was our server wearing a mask or not? No, this was before masks were thought to be good. I mean, th- that wasn't thought to be good until, what, June or July? Yeah. I mean, remember the beginning of the pandemic? Nobody I, wore a mask. They, they, I mean, they said, don't wear a mask. It, it doesn't help. And, you know, they were saving them for the frontline workers. And then things really changed. What was it, June, when when everyone said, now you have to wear a mask? Because that was a pretty drastic change. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, no mask yet. But it was just just funny to think, like, yeah, we were at Golden Fleece. I was getting my Euro Greek salad, which was outstanding. (laughs) I still have the best. I was there a few weeks ago, actually. Still still as good as ever. And, uh, yeah, that was about a year ago, which is unbelievable to think about. I think I was at my apartment, but I remember I was listening to the uh, Valeni show, and they were talking about how the U of M was, it was the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. And U of M was on the floor, and then U of M was coming off the floor, (laughs) which is wild, too. It was wild. Um, Rudy Gobert um, in the NBA, who got the... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, like, the first one. He was, was like... uh, like patient zero or whatever yeah and then tom hanks got it and that was that um i think it was it was wednesday or thursday night of that week alex when we were at golden fleece where everything just changed i mean that was just the turning point for everything it, it was, was a, that was a wild day that that specific day was absolutely crazy i never even thought they were gonna die too like it was like oh yeah it was like really scary back then like yeah. it wasn't like now you're like if as long as you don't have underlying conditions most you know um 
vast majority of people are fine. But like back then you were like, I don't like, is it the end of the world as we know it? You know, <laughs> nobody really knew. Yeah. Well, um, and then Tom Hanks got it. And we're like, Oh my God. <laughs> if he can get it, it's Tom Hanks, not Tom Hanks. <laughs> But he's doing fine. He hosted. Uh, he hosted like some COVID relief show um, a, a few months after it. Um, it was one of well, those he hosted SNL. Did, oh yeah, he did. That was it. That's what I'm thinking of. But do you remember back like in in May of last year? They on Sunday nights it usually was. They had those like like COVID um, like celebrity shows where everyone would zoom in and and have those little uh, like talks and do, do you remember that at all no it was it was pretty I don't know, it was bad tv it was prior to the podcast it was just uh celebrities trying to get their face out there and everything. <laughs> um but kind of speaking of college basketball uh we can finally wait what <laughs> well we talked about how u of m was on sure the floor. yeah, yeah this yeah. is kind of this is kind of a similar situation where u of m was rolling and then they rolled right into a brick wall called illinois <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah uh rough game for uh the wolverines uh yesterday and th- the final score was 76 to 53 and which is odd, which is odd because u of m was not only winning but they were killing their appointment opponents and illinois was missing debatably their best player in uh io desumo desumi i don't know how to say his last name desumo i don't know yeah but uh <laughs> anyway it was it, it i think in the beginning the the line was like nine points for michigan to win Jesus and then they ended up losing by 23 so um I, God. I think a lot of people are just uh just scratching it you know off game not really talking about it too much probably, you know probably you know, um i i mean most of their players that usually do well like livers dickens or livers uh Va- or wagner and uh what's your other one it's a st- it's not a coming back down to earth moment it's, you don't think so no i don't I don't no. think so either. I think Michigan's a really good team, and Illinois is also just a really good team. Sure. And they, I think they almost kind of benefited from not having their best player because generally he puts on a show and everyone kind of just ball watches, but they, they were kind of forced to not do that. They were all forced to play their own game, and Illinois was uh, kind of reminded that they have uh, quite a few other good players on their team. Yeah, that Frazier guy went off for like 22. So, And... uh and then the Hunter Dickinson got into foul trouble for like the third game in a row. Did you see that? I I was hearing something about the stats where he was. It was just like a crazy stat line or something regarding yeah. the fouls, I guess. But I did not hear it. To be honest with you, I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the Michigan game no. or the Michigan State game. Really? So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I watched it, MSU, but yeah, missed missed the Michigan game. Well, just got the the updates about the Michigan game during the MSU game, so I was. Pretty pumped about Alex, that. Alex, what happened with MSU? Because this win, um, I mean, people are maybe expecting it, I guess. It's Indiana. Uh, it's still a good win. Any win right now is a good win for the Spartans. I think it's a quad one win still. I think Indiana's quad one. So, yeah. Well, the, the deal was that both teams needed the game to make the NCAA tournament. Basically, it was a elimination game is what a lot of people were saying. Sure. Probably more so for Indiana than for us. Uh, I think if Us, MSU as in lost, we still could have eked out a win against Michigan and made it into the tournament. But we really, really needed it. And it was just an ugly game for the first, I don't know, 35 or 40 minutes of the game. I think the game finished with 45 fouls and oh something God. like only 37 shots made. 45 yeah. fouls? You know, 
the thing Jesus. I the thing I hate about that is the refs the refs really ruin the game for that. Like at some point you just have to stop blowing the whistle when you're blowing it literally every five seconds. It was horrible. It was horrible to watch. Everyone was like, as soon as they got on the floor, they like walked off because their foul count was up. It was ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, it awful. wasn't a super fun game to watch, but Aaron Henry just took over at the end of the game, scored the last 10 or 12 points for MSU to close it out. And I mean, it just goes to show he's he's running the show over there and he's really the only reason that we're even in this position to to go to the NCAA tournament it sure seems like I think a big thing for both of these games is these teams are playing games back to back to back to back to back you know like yeah, Michigan, there's a lot of them I think Michigan State's going on their fifth game in like 10 days or something like that with this game on Thursday uh, Michigan's right up there too scheduling these back to back games with Michigan State and I think the the tiredness is really going to creep up. And actually, it's I think it's going to hurt the Big Ten. Because the Big Ten is really trying to schedule all these games in there. And what you're going to do is you're just going to burn out your teams. You, I mean, you saw it in both these games. Well, nobody could make a shot. And it's because they're tired. They're, you're, not, you're not getting your... All the shots are short. You're not getting the lift you usually get. And these teams are really struggling. And I think at the end of the day, it's only going to hurt the Big Ten. Because the Big Ten probably has the... You know, maybe four of the top, you know, 10 teams in the in the country. And if you wear out all your players, you're not going to do well in the tournament when you have that grind coming up still, you know? I get that it. sounds super hard. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of basketball well, right I, now. I mean, I was looking at the schedule, and there's, uh, let me see here, seven, there's 11 games this week for the Big Ten. There was more than that last week, it looks like. I don't know, 15, 16 for them last, you know, last week. And these, you know, this is just, it's going to pile up. Sure. You know, and you got to wonder, like, even if U of M makes it, like, are they going to be able to, you know, compete with a well-rested Gonzaga? I don't know. A well-rested Gonzaga? Well, maybe, like, in, in the final four, if it comes down to it, you know. I get it. I are get you going to be able to? tuck you in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think. You know they... who's quietly? Go ahead, Alex. Sorry, go ahead, Zach. I didn't mean to cut. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Ladies, so say, you know who's <laughs> quietly ended up. Yeah. Sorry. That was awful. That was really people bad. come from. I was gonna say, you know who's quietly had a really good season in the Big Ten is Purdue. I'm just looking at the uh, the conference standings here, and your top three are Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, which I don't think surprises anybody. But then in that fourth spot, you'd expect to see Ohio State, sure. and it's Purdue. They're 17 and eight overall, 12 and six in the conference, and they're oh, they're beating Ohio State, who's was projected as a one seed just last week. Yeah. Well, Purdue's been telling a- me a one seed in NCAA tournaments about to come fifth in the Big Ten. Purdue's been on a four game win streak. They were the team that didn't lose at home. Um, but now they're ten and one at home, which is still pretty damn good. I mean, Michigan's twelve and one at home, but they're number one in the conference. Um, but I mean, it, it. Listen, it's it's been really exciting. But here's here's the question: if if Michigan sweeps the Spartans, which will be coming up now, they're playing tomorrow night, which and not going to happen. Well, j- just hang on a second. Whoa. First of all, that might happen. Why would you say that wouldn't happen? Wait a minute. A- wait a minute. Wait a minute, lady. <laughs> That's a very realistic thing to happen for Michigan to sweep the Spartans. I could definitely see it happening, but my point is if that does happen, Yeah, or- what's what's your point, Max? Okay, you know, this Spartan slappy bullshit is getting a little out of hand. What's your point, Max? If Michigan beats the Spartans two games, are 
the chances of Michigan State missing the big dance great? Or, or is, is that is that potentially happen, or it doesn't matter? They're in no matter what. I it, so I don't think if they bomb these two games against Michigan and then bomb the Big Ten tournament, then you can make the argument that they're probably out. But I think with these past couple wins, especially against the number four, number five teams in the nation, that they should at least be a low seed. You could say that they're a competent enough team to be in there. And and whether it like kind of pans out that way, I don't know. I know there's a lot of teams, Alex was kind of telling me about Rutgers, where in like similar records and similar situations that are somehow, you know, shoe-ins. It's just... I think it's hard to kind of filter it all out, but I, I think you can definitely make the argument that with the you know they're four for five in these past couple of games, if they should definitely be in. Yeah, I agree. I think if they lose two in a row to Michigan, which I don't think is going to happen, okay, uh, then I think they <laughs> definitely need at least one win in the Big Ten tournament and probably two to solidify their shot. But I think if they beat Michigan just once, then they can lose their first game of the Big Ten tournament. And it not matter. Although I don't think that'll happen either, or and I don't think that'll help them very much if they lose their <laughs> first game of the tournament. But I want to make a bet with you now, Max. Sure. Ooh. Sure. That lay it on it, the line. Yeah. Let's let's make a bet where if uh, if Michigan goes two and zero against the the Spartans, you win, and if MSU wins one game, I win. Uh okay. That's fine. That's a pretty easy bet. You worded it kind of weird, but okay. Because you're you're thinking Michigan's going to sweep us, yeah. and I think there's no way. If anything, this is Michigan. I, <laughs> I Alex, that's fine. That's that's fine. We'll do Let's it. Let's do it. What, what are the what are the stakes? Uh, well, you, you already owe me a dinner each, so we could do double or nothing. What? No, I'm not involved with this bet. I I understand, but I, uh, okay. I thought you owe me a dinner. Alex owes me a dinner, right? Is, okay. is that the deal? Was that the I deal? I thought we were splitting a single dinner. No, yeah, I don't yeah. know. No, no, I thought we were all gonna eat the what? same dinner. What? Um. Okay, we'll like, leave that. We're gonna get one entree and split it. Listen, three ways. <laughs> Alex, Alex, we can leave that separate. That's fine. You and I can have our own distinct bet where we can do another. Dinner. This is getting really that? confusing to me, guys. No, it's not. No, it's not. You want in on this? Who's eating what dinner? <laughs> Alex, do you want to do another dinner bet? I like All right, that. So, Zach, you get the appetizer. Max gets the entree, <laughs> and I have dessert. Hey, oh, okay, okay. Just dessert. Alex, we'll do is it either a dinner or a bottle of liquor? What do you say? Uh, let's, let's do a big steak. <laughs> a big steak? Like a, like a, like a, like a the steakhouse or like a homemade one? Either way. doesn't matter. Well, that's a pretty the complexity big difference. Of this particular system is complex. That's like a hundred dollar difference. hundred dollar difference? Sure. If you get a big steak in a steakhouse, you can be chilling out some big bucks. I can make All a right. great steak from farms for a great deal. Okay. Okay. Let's do at a steakhouse, one steak, no sides. <laughs> No sides. <laughs> um, no soup, no salad. That's all on you. But I'll do soup's the not a meal. You're supposed to buy me a meal. <laughs> um. Well. Uh. Just the just the piece of meat, and it's got to be somewhere between eight and sixteen ounces. Good soup. Well, what are what are these guidelines? I don't like these guidelines. What if there's an 18 ounce ribeye that I want? This is this is getting a little ridiculous. Then you got to pay for the extra two ounces. Oh, for, so we're gonna prorate <laughs> per ounce? That's not how this works. I will pay for up to 16 ounces of a steak. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I don't think that Spart- the Spartans have a chance. You shouldn't be eating more than 16 ounces worth of steak anyway. <laughs> 
What if it's a bone in steak and it's 18 ounces? Can we subtract the weight of the bone? <laughs> Only if the kitchen offers that. <laughs> uh, all right. That's fine. We'll do that bet. No all problem. right. Handshake. Handshake. <laughs> that's fine. We can do that. No problem. Get him out of here. <laughs> You're, Alex, no. Absolutely not. Am I crazy for taking that bet? I think it's a. I, I think it's fair on both sides. I think it's okay to say they'd split it, and I think it's okay to say they sweep them. I don't know. It's it, it. It all depends on how tired each team is and who can make the shots on either day. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Okay. And how Michigan deals with bully ball. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, we have some exciting basketball coming up. Tomorrow is the game, and then the uh, second game. The first game, tomorrow's at the Breslin. Tom- I should say, yeah, tomorrow at the Breslin. Tomorrow being the 4th of March, uh, 7 p.m., Thursday night. Um, and then Sunday, March 7th at 4.30 p.m., Michigan travels to... Are they on CBS? I think uh, you have it the other way around i think the first game is at chrysler and the second game is at breslin yeah you're right you're right oh you're that right. was that was just a mistake. thank you alex i didn't know that but first yeah. game at michigan second game at michigan state which the second game sunday march 7th 4 30 in the afternoon it doesn't say the station though right i do not know what channel it's on i'm sure it will sunday be on. What's is the difference? cbs i see right here i hate cbs why they don't let me watch it online oh get cable no, it, you're an adult. It's ridiculous. I, the, CBS is the only station that doesn't let you watch on online. Zach, just bite the bullet and do it. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't want well, cable. You know, you know what's even worse? Tomorrow is on ESPN. See, I don't mind. Well, I hate that Hummel guy or whatever who did the last <laughs> game. Oh my god! Really, Robbie Hummel? I thought he did a fantastic job. I, he just, I, I feel like he hates state. Oh no, he does not like us at all. He I've, played for IU. Yeah. And, he, he was really good against MSU when he played for IU. I just feel like he's yeah. I, I feel like he hates state. I, there's a lot of announcers that hate state though. It's kind of like a like a you know they're so good that we hate them all the time sort of thing. You know. Oh Jesus! Here we go. Well, no, no, you're listen, exactly right. Here, We're so good. They here, just hate us. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. This is something that I've talked about for years, and and this is back like when I was doing my old show at Michigan Tech. I think that Michigan State fans love that narrative of being the underdog and they complain about we never get the respect everyone hates us the announcers hate us they never give us the due give them us give us our due but they secretly deep down love it because it motivates them it builds up inside of them and they love that feeling they love the feeling of being the underdog they don't want to be on top they want to be the underdog so they can prove everybody wrong no i think we like the feeling of winning (laughs) your your narrative is something that's like self-serving in other words you complain about it but secretly you don't mind it. well i'm just saying it the bias play-by-play is annoying sometimes as long as you don't get Dan Dockage, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know what? Do I we really... want to talk about his hot water at all? I, I have no idea. What, what? Did you hear about this, Zach? No, I didn't hear about this. Enlighten what are you me, about? Alex. I'll, let me see if I can pull up a story about it real quick. Never he was heard using of a some hot water for, for some things he said on the, the show, which said... is not the first time that's happened. You know, he gets in he gets in hot water a lot on his radio show down in Indy. Oh man, let me see if I can find a a good show here or a good story here. Yeah, give me something. This so what does he host, Alex? He is just a sports talk show in Indianapolis. 
Yeah, he hosts a, a sports talk show in Indianapolis, and he also has a podcast. And I don't know which he said this on, but um, this was audio? about one of the Duke players who announced that he was not going to finish the season, uh, Duke freshman Jalen Johnson. Um, and he said something about him. Let me let me read this story real quick. But, you know, maybe you guys can talk about this while I read this story a little bit. My favorite. <laughs> Just read it to the audience. I mean, what I, I want to hear what's going on. I, I, I want to really make sure don't... it's relevant. But my favorite uh, channel to watch college basketball on is FS1 with Gus Johnson. He's by far the best. Gus Johnson, the voice of FS1, college basketball on Fox Sports <laughs> 1. Gus Johnson. <laughs> Um, Alex, I, um, God, I, I don't know this story, but I, I want to hear about it. I, I, I see if, there, if there's some hot water that somebody's in, who, who doesn't want to hear about, uh, all right, radio all right. I'll, hot I'll water. Read it. This is from, this is from Yahoo sports. Uh, so, uh, there was rumors that there, people were questioning whether ESPN was going to keep Dan Dockage on after this incident. So Dan Dockage reportedly won't receive any punishment for his latest string of online run-ins but his employers at ESPN have told him it's behavior they don't want to see going forward. That was the word from the Indianapolis Star and awful announcing on Wednesday, a few days after Dockich again made headlines for his conduct on Twitter. Uh-oh, he was canceled uh, so on Twitter? He was canceled? Oh, he uh, he deactivated his Twitter account too, I saw. Oh my God. What, wait, what did he tweet? Uh, anyway, so uh, I'll see if I can pull that up. There's a link on uh, on that story but while discussing the opt-out of duke freshman jalen johnson dockage escalated disputes with a pair of duke professors at one point going as far as doxing one of them by reading out his <gasps> office hours on his radio oh my show. god <laughs> wow soon soon dockage's twitter account was deactivated then reactivated then deactivated again while espn announced it was investigating the matter one professor said dockage had debased and violated her while going after her on his show uh, the result of ESPN's investigation via the Indianapolis Star. Sources told the Indy Star ESPN has addressed the situation directly with Dockich and made their concerns very clear to him. Those conversations will not be made public, the ESPN, uh, the sources said. Uh, ESPN confirmed Wednesday he's still employed. <laughs> uh, and then here is Awful Announcing's take on it. That's capital Awful and ca- capital Announcing, so some sort of news source. Uh, we're now told that ESPN addressed the situation directly with Dan and made their concerns clear to him. So basically, he went out to the principal's office and was presumably told to cut it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't he? He went to U of M, right? No, he went to Purdue. Oh, oh right. nice. Or, 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 Trey, no, I'm sorry. He went to IU. He went to IU. He went to IU. But isn't Oh, no. Never mind. Trying I got, to throw him in with U of M. I got him mixed around. Mm, of course. No, no. There is, isn't. Didn't one of them go to U of M and he's a huge U of M slappy? No, 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 his son went to U of M, right? Or something yeah, like that? his son went to U of M and okay. then transferred to Ohio State. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So um, is he going to uh, do the work and change who he is and uh, and become a, a, a better person? Or is, is, is he going to be fired probably soon? Uh, it's not the first time he's had a run-in with uh, ESPN exec, so I'm sure he's not going to get fired anytime soon. But he used to call Big Ten games, and he's now calling the uh, Buffalo-Kent State game. So uh, 
he's been demoted a little bit. Nice. Big market. Alex, I found the um I I found the story that you were reading from Yahoo Sports. Um <laughs> this this part is great. First of all, he was suspended from his radio station in 2019 for failing to adhere to journalistic principles uh with no specific offense revealed. Um he was a former Bowling Green head coach and Indiana interim head coach uh which I guess I did not know. Um but anyway, he said... Obviously took him really far. <laughs> the story says that he has taken part in a litany of bizarrely hostile Twitter interactions, including with players, coaches, fan bases, and fellow media members. His run-ins aren't exclusively online, though. He once received a mountain of blowback for condemning the firing of a high school basketball coach by calling a player a meth head saying the town in question oh, is God. full of meth heads <laughs> meth head. <laughs> no, no. saying the town in question is full of meth and aids needles oh my god urging listeners to take a dump in the town and threatening to just drive down there and beat the hell out of every school board member jesus <laughs> oh my god <laughs> how is this man allowed on the air <laughs> I feel like you say that once, you're off. It people, people are a fan of risque radio. They want to hear the dangerous hosts talk about risque topics, I guess. I don't know. Is this this is ESPN, though? Yeah. I thought ESPN is too woke for this. I know. That, I For sure. ESPN would not be about that. You know, I'm canceling ESPN for keeping him employed. I think that's bullshit. Come on now. <laughs> If he's not canceled, then then what the hell are we doing? <laughs> What's going on in this world? <laughs> oh man, I don't get it. Oh, that's a wild story, though. I had no idea. So he is he still calling games today? I mean, uh, like currently? I guess. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be calling the Kent State Buffalo game. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Poor Kent State, poor Buffalo man. <sighs> well, I, they should put a disclaimer. <laughs> Put a I remember he had a run-in with some uh, MSU students on Twitter a couple of years back oh, where he was telling them that they couldn't get into U of M, and that's why they were Spartan fans. <gasps> oh, my God. He <laughs> didn't get in trouble for those comments, though, but MSU fans hate him for it now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking of, Alex. Yeah, it, Is, it, Was that the point of contention? He's also just a piece of work, as you can, as you can hear. <laughs> I guess. I mean, clearly. But uh, he he's still employed, everybody. Yeah. Um, they should put a disclaimer at the beginning of the broadcast. Like I'm, The Bachelor. Like the, like the Bachelor. <laughs> can you believe they did that for The Bachelor? No, I didn't watch. They Shockingly. Um, we can get into it really quick, but the um, the women tell all were uh, this past Monday night, which honestly was really boring. I, I, I didn't even finish it. I watched the first hour. I was I was dream weavering throughout it. It was just boring. But at the beginning of the episode, they had a disclaimer because obviously Chris Harrison is the latest uh, uh, person to be canceled uh, for his comments on uh, on Rachel Lindsay's podcast a few weeks back. And the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode was this episode was filmed February second, twenty twenty one. Or something, just letting us know that okay, it was filmed before the in- incident on. Uh, Rachel Lindsay's podcast, so uh, no need to write to ABC about how could you put Chris Harrison back on the air? I thought he was stepping away. So, so he is uh, hosting the Women Tell All, but it was recorded before the episode, the the podcast, so it's it's okay. But the disclaimer was there for anybody concerned. 
<laughs> I was not concerned. <laughs> um, did you think it was as boring as I did, Alex? Uh, to be honest, I didn't watch a ton of it. I was kind of finishing up some work during it, to be totally honest. But one thing that I did notice was they were talking about the incident with um, Anna and the the other girl that Anna called an escort. Yeah. Um. What's her name? The one from Chicago. Uh. Yeah. She. Uh. She was in the hot seat, as Chris calls it. Come join me down in the hot seat. Yeah. (laughs) So one thing that I kind of realized was they were talking about how Anna was spreading these rumors about her being an escort and how that could potentially ruin her life and all this kind of stuff. And I was sitting there thinking, well, Bachelor chose to air all that material. They didn't have to air it. They could have squashed the rumor right there. No, I agree. They could have ruined her life. Are you saying that uh, ABC should be canceled now because they decided to put that on the air and ruin her life? And Disney. I'm, I'm saying it should be a consideration. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 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 saying that if uh, if there was ever a lawsuit around this, well, that maybe ABC should be a, uh, a joined party. Alex, I, I, I agree. I, I think that's bullshit. There's no way they should have aired that. Uh, it definitely uh, should have taken into consideration that this could ruin her life. And it wasn't Anna's fault, at least not fully her fault. It was the producer's fault and the uh, editor's fault. Oh, no. Come. I mean, Anna never should have said it, but well, there definitely sure. should have been a consideration of whether it should have been aired or not. I, well, maybe, I, I think so. There probably was. I mean, do you think it was like, oh my god, this is TV gold? It wasn't even a consideration. Oh, absolutely. They were just thinking like, oh my god, this is so good. This is perfect. This is what we've been begging for for years. Yeah, and then and then they were like, <laughs> Anna, you shouldn't say that. That could ruin that girl's life. But but, but keep going. We love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no, stop saying. Get all the cameras. Get all the cameras here now. <laughs> oh yeah, don't say well, that. <laughs> what was it that you said that you shouldn't be saying? <laughs> Oh God! Um. Well, uh, they also had Victoria back on the uh, on the show. The Queen? Yeah, the Queen was back. Wow! And she wasn't apologizing, and she wasn't backing down from anything that she did on the show. She was doubling down, if anything. And she uh, still does not like a lot of people on that uh, panel, and a lot of people don't like her. Shockingly, I know, I know. God, she she. There's no way that that was a real like genuine person i don't think she was there for the right reasons i think chris should be disappointed and i think they should uncover that maybe they will in the second half of the uh episode i have not watched yet but she has not been in the hot seat yet i I imagine she has to be soon uh and we'll see what kind of riveting questions chris can throw at her and see what she can spill but she is uh i don't think uh somebody who was there for the right reasons she was a producer plant right right oh yeah i think she's on payroll (laughs) she probably is she's probably in the editing room alright take that out take this out this is good this is like an expert editor I mean that's really her gig and like like also a great method actor and she's really playing this role well a great method actor method actor she's doing a really good job playing that role I thought you were doing a a Dan Dakich no 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 a great method actor No, she's do, she's she's buying into that role of being the rabble rouser on the Bachelor and and making life miserable in the house in the uh in the mansion. Well, I guess it's the hotel now because they're in Pennsylvania. But gotta yeah, watch out. She wasn't getting paid to do it. She certainly should have been because she did a great job. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, they've had uh, 
the, actually the part that I really want to see is is towards the end of the women tell all because uh, Chris kept teasing that you might think you know what's gonna happen. But trust me, you have no idea, which I love when he says. Like, I love how Chris has, has an idea of what I'm thinking. Chris knows, oh, yeah, oh, this is what's going to happen. Chris knows exactly what I, <laughs> Max, is thinking. But apparently Chris is telling me that my thoughts are totally wrong. And he was going to show this this incredible preview of the next couple of weeks because um, they... Well, you know, I bet you could stand for a big old whopper right now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was not what I thought it was. <laughs> Zach's learning with the drops. He's learning. Well, says, the, the, the comment says secret sauce. I thought, he, you know, Chris has got the secret sauce. It I was don't getting know. to that part. That was Eddie Murphy. Oh, you want me? Should I finish it? Sure. Go for it. It's a funny I'm drop. I'm loaded with secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did want to see the upcoming uh, couple of weeks because uh, apparently Matt is breaking down crying on the curb and the best part is when um actually you know what alex can i play it which part where matt goes where chris asks matt do you think you can go on i just want to see the preview that whatever whatever um whatever chris is showing i mean let's check it out come on let's check it out it's fun i think we played that same preview like two weeks ago this but this preview is different this is from the women tell all preview I don't. I don't know, dude. Uh, we're getting. A, <laughs> you don't want to see the preview? I hope we're getting paid for this. Matt, by the way, has a wicked beard. I mean, it's it's an incredible beard. Yeah, the James Harden beard. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's rough. It's not a good look. No, for him. I I don't know why he did that. Um, I I don't think that's the best look. No, it's a bad look. Um, but um. Oh God! Where is this? Um, oh, these are these are bloopers. They were showing the bloopers. Chris was teasing the bloopers and saying that, "Oh my God, we have bloopers coming up," and I guess that's the 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 best part of the women tell all, maybe. Um, <laughs> but this is going to be, according to Chris, the most dramatic finale ever, and I am kind of curious to see what's going to happen. It's not long. Trust me, it's not long. Monday, March 15th, for what promises to be one of the most dramatic and emotional seasons. See? In fact, right there. Say, Trust me, you have no idea. You have no <laughs> idea. Will Matt find love? Will he leave Pennsylvania engaged? Don't answer that. <laughs> but I do have an exclusive sneak peek. Here it is. Here we for go. everyone who's been a part of this one, good night, everybody. Next week, Matt's journey to find love continues. These women are incredible. Why are they all wet? They're oiled up. <laughs> to find love. I'm head over heels for you. To find a there's, there's Rachel, the racist. In love with you. To leave this thing engaged. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. <gasps> don't look down. <laughs> this week is Fantasy Suites, and I'm really excited to get to know Matt in a more... <laughs> You, I can't breathe. It feels like my heart is gonna explode. The fireworks. They're getting a little pretty handsy. I'm in love with Matt. Rachel is bawling. With another woman right now. This is torture. I can't do this anymore. Oh no! There's still a lot of fear based on. Oh my God! It's snowing. 
needed you. You weren't there. Do you know what I went through with your mom? I don't want you to make excuses. No one is perfect, son. His dad. I don't want to make those same mistakes. Get into a fight with his dad. Feelings come and go. You know, people fall in and out of love, and love is not the end all be all. That's his mom. Oh, there's man crying. I feel like everything that I was working towards is starting to crumble. Rachel's bawling. You okay? No. There he is in the curb with Chris. No, I'm not. I'm sorry, man. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Are you okay? You can do this anymore. He doesn't know if he can do this anymore. I got shit, got shit all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, is that intense? Boring! It's <laughs> really good! How can you not be enthralled? Oh man. Fantasy Suites coming up. Crazy. Crazy times. Wow, that had what I really like in a story. And ending. <laughs> well, it might not have an ending. We don't know yet. Yeah, who knows? He may not love propose. The story could still be going on. <laughs> is Matt a single man? Right now, right this moment. Who's he watching this episode? I mean, with? he could be. I don't know. These these bachelor relationships really seem to last long. Yeah, a few of them do. It's pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> Single digit percentages. Yeah, really, really <laughs> low here. Um, I guess before we totally get out of the um, the the sports realm. What I mean, the what is this, Alex? Did you put this? The Lions? No, looking? no, this was me. Oh, what I mean, what is going on here? What is going on? What is going on? Uh, just some NFL draft talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Is is there? I have, I really don't know much about this. I don't know about how much I can contribute. Really? I I mean, we can do a little bit. We can do a little bit. I, 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 you got, I, you don't have I, something listen, to say about this. Well, here's the thing. I this is just a personal opinion, and I, I understand that the draft is is coming up in what I mean a month and a half now, and it's a big deal. I guess it's the biggest deal. It's the most it's important. Lion, it's, it's the Lions Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the most important day for the Lions. I just think absolutely. I just think draft talk is a little like they're gonna pick who they're gonna pick. I'm very happy to evaluate it after the draft. Like, like, I love that. That's like saying they're gonna win if they're gonna win. No, that's not true. This is different. This is not up to chance. It's up to the. Uh, it's up to uh, Sheila. Sheila Ford Hamp. And uh, no, Rod Wood, no. the, the self-proclaimed not, not a football though. guy. It's not though. It's up to uh, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. They've well, said to it. An they, they, they said they have the final decision. Okay. All right. All right. Well, what's going on? Well, I don't know if Alex wants to go over his uh, his little draft. Um, what is it? It's like a mock draft. Go for it. I, I'd love to hear it. Sure. Well, I, so when it comes to draft talk, I think the one of the best ways to talk about it, and you guys can agree or disagree, is just talk about hypotheticals. Like if so-and-so is available at this pick, what do you think the Lions should do? Right? And sure. so the the <clears throat> obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to go first. So that's one quarterback off the board. I actually have something. We'll, we'll talk about it later. I have so some, He might not be. Basically the question is if, what, you think Justin Fields is going to go first? No, no. Uh, Chris Sims came out with his um, N- his NFL QB his uh, QB rankings for this year, and he actually, everyone is ranked Trevor Lawrence as number one for the longest time. Like, he's the best prospect that's come out sure. in years. But Chris Sims, who's actually been known to rank QBs very, very well, um, doesn't have Trevor Lawrence first. 
he has Zach Wilson out of BYU as the number one QB in this draft. Now, I think Zach Wilson is like almost a shoe-in for the, uh, who's number two? It's the Jets. But um, he has a very interesting sequence, and we, we can kind of go over it now, I guess. He has Zach Wilson, then Trevor Lawrence, then Mac Jones, who is widely regarded as not even in the top four, but Chris Sims has him as three. And then someone I hadn't even heard of called Kellen Mund out of uh, Texas A&M. Then he has Justin Fields at five and Trey Lance at six. And I just, I, it had a, the Lions are, are kind of keeping it close to the vest on what they're going for. And they've left the QB as an open option. And it's just like, it, it, it seems that these top two, that Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence are number one and number two, no matter what. And whatever order they go, they go. And I don't think they're going to be available at seven. And people are saying maybe they should think about some of these other QBs at seven. But I think with like the like the variation in the rankings that these are going, I don't think you want to do any of these QBs at seven. It doesn't sound like any of them are are stars. But <laughs> you telling me they're not stars? <laughs> no, I I agree with you, Zach. I think by the time seven rolls around, the top two quarterbacks are going to be off the board no matter what. Although. I mean, at the end of the season, even though, even when the season ended, it was Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields were pretty much the clear number one, number two. So yeah. for Zach Wilson to shoot up this much, even since bowl season began, really surprises me. And for him to be number one really surprises me. I had not seen <laughs> that Chris Sims information before. That that really shocks me. Um, but my thought was just if there are already two quarterbacks off the board by the time the Lions pick I don't want a quarterback that's really all I was gonna say yeah no I understand that I understand that um but I do kind of agree that we are still pretty far out from the draft and there's not a lot we can talk about now unless we have some hypothetical situations going on or you know maybe if a trade happens involving the Lions then we can analyze that but I think there's just some interesting things going on, and I I put that mock draft link in there because I saw on the big board that they had the linebacker out of Notre Dame, uh, Jeremiah Ousa Koromora. I can't say it; it's a it's a tongue twister. Uh, at number seven on the big board, me. <laughs> but I, they don't have us uh, picking him at seven, which I was a little disappointed in. But that's why I want them to pick if they can. Maybe not at seven, but I think we could probably trade back and still get him. And there is. There are rumors that people are going to be gunning for our spot to get ahead of Carolina because Carolina is projected to pick a quarterback, and there are a lot of other teams that are interested in picking a quarterback. So we do have the potential to trade back, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, this is a kind of wild draft because there's so many wide receivers that are, are rated so high in this draft, and typically a wide receiver is not someone you take in the first round, you know, they're not, I mean, they can be a difference maker, but most of the time it's reserved for quarterbacks and people who can rush, you know, the passer, and it, the defense is kind of low on in, on most of this draft is what it looks like, so. Yeah, we'll there see. are several wide receivers in the top 10, which it, is wild, wild I yeah. think. Absolutely. Um. Before we get out of the the sports world, um, by the way, Alex, this story about the um, the Nike VP who's stepping down is wild, and I, I kind of want you to take us through that. Um, and I'm encouraging all of our listeners to hang tight because we're going to get to that in a bit. But first, I do want to actually mention uh, if we're done talking about the draft stuff, 
It's pretty good. <laughs> believe me, I'll get more into it when it gets a little closer. I, I don't know. I, it's just tough for me to get excited. But with Dan Campbell, he's helping. He is helping. I will yeah. say that. Uh, he is probably. Bite knees. We got to bite huge knees in this draft. <laughs> and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. <laughs> and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap. Excuse my language. It's going to be really exciting. Um, but Tiger Woods is, as of now, he's still. Uh, he tweeted out to um, everybody because everybody in the PGA Tour was wearing. Uh, well, not everybody, but a lot of people were wearing the. Uh, uh, red shirt, the the black pants, uh, in honor, or I guess uh, I don't know if you'd say in honor, but in you know, well wishes for Tiger Woods, who is he's still in the hospital, right? I mean, he's still recovering, uh, obviously after that crash. Um, he tells the sheriff's deputies he does not remember driving at all. He doesn't know how the collision happened, and uh, he has not just the crash, but he does not remember driving at all. That same day, which is wild, uh, but it's according to the affidavit for a search warrant used to obtain the uh, quote-unquote black box that was in the Genesis vehicle. They uh, just put these in the like the rentals or the. the yeah. I guess because it wasn't his car. It was the. It was a. It was it was the uh, Genesis from the from the golf tournament he played at. Yeah, but it has I'm a. Just, I'm just thinking of the black box for my car. Or even oh Alex's no. car. Can you imagine all the bad singing that's on the one for <laughs> Alex's car? Wait, he, it records. Well, this car does. This car has a black box. <laughs> Hopefully not yours, Alex. Alex. You're okay. You're okay. You're Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> you seem really concerned, Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna stop singing when I drive. <laughs> Believe me, I, I think the whole world would benefit from that. Stop talking to myself, too. I have a great recording of uh, him singing uh, Adele. I, actually, it's all of us. We're on our way back from Nashville. Was it Adele or was it Miley's party in the USA? No, no, no. It was no, Adele. No, I, no, no, it's Hello from the Other Side. I was or... in that video, too. I don't want it to play it. <laughs> I'm not doing any better. But the funny part is, Alex has absolutely, he's tone deaf. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that to be mean, Alex. You are tone deaf. It's just a fact. I have to be. <laughs> you must, because, okay, I, I know exactly the video you're talking about, Zach, where he's singing. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. It's great. I, I love it, it because it's all so bad. Yeah, yeah. Next next, next show, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys a treat. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> the, best part is, the best part is you can clearly hear Alex, and it is clearly he, awful. He's <laughs> drowning. Adele is low in the mix when Alex is singing. <laughs> what is that song called where she goes, hello from the hello. others? Oh, yeah, it's just called Hello, right? Isn't it? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello from the <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> it's it's actually uh, pretty... You can't sing, you can't dance, so what do you want me to say? It's, it's great. Um, but anyway, the black box in Tiger's car, it, it should store... And I don't know why they're not getting this yet. It's been what about a week it's been over a week uh the speed the car was traveling at the time of the crash um it would assist in determining how and why the collision occurred according to the affidavit what are they, um, i mean what are they gonna what if he's just like falling asleep well people are saying that he might have been but what if he's on drugs he's what not if, the 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 tox screen already came back did it yeah they why did, a drug test why didn't they draw blood at the uh at the scene of the accident i don't know I, I don't I don't investigate car crashes. I, I thought I saw the sheriff said that there was no sign of intoxication, so they didn't need to do that. I think that's bullshit. 
I think anybody else, if it wasn't Tiger Woods, they would have drawn blood. Well, the, the the thing is, is what the drugs would pop up on the urine drug screen. I mean, for the most part, unless he was, you know, doing because he did that when he went to the hospital. I did not see that, Zach. Oh, I thought I thought it did come back. I I never saw that. Oh, but well, what is, what does Doctor OJ think? Maybe I'm pumping some fake news out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look right now. Uh, here's why Tiger Woods was not tested for drugs and alcohol after his horror rollover crash. Um, but yeah, you're right because they saw no evidence of it, and they saw no visual evidence or whatever it was. They didn't do it. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, Alex, you're right. Doctor OJ has speak spoken out again. Um, we all definitely rely uh, at this point. We, we're really relying on OJ's words of advice and and his incredible, incredible uh, uh, videos that he posts on Twitter. Wise sensei. Uh, he has come out with a new post. Uh, this was on uh, March first. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, the last seven, eight days meant something else. Started uh, last Monday when Tiger was in that car accident. He's got his red shirt on. That sort of broke my heart, you know. I think Tiger has been my favorite athlete over the last 20-plus years, and I was really looking forward to (laughs) seeing him uh, not only get another major win, but I wanted to see him to break that tie that he has with Sam Snead and get his 83rd win and be the Winning this play of all. Always about, I want to kiss you. That looks like an uphill battle now. You know. Always about OJ. The breaking his leg is one thing. Uh, uh, I think he could have got over that. You know, that with the back was going to be tough, but wow. it's the ankle. You know. Oh, I, is it? I, I had two knee replacements. <laughs> it's about him. To be honest, uh, I was still able to play golf and tennis. <laughs> and the ankle surgery I had that handicapped me the most, and I think that along with his back, which is going to take away from his ability to practice and. I think it's going to be a real. So glad his expertise is here. My uh, (laughs) buddy of mine, golf buddy of mine, said the next time Tiger wins is going to be on the senior tour. I hope that's not the case. Uh, You know, last Thursday I got my last uh, shot, my second Pfizer shot. Wow. I wasn't sick, but I was tired. I spent two (laughs) days just laying around in bed. Uh, but I didn't have a sore shoulder. Wait, it didn't bother this me. This is like his nice. side of just fatigue. And I guess I missed out on this whole Russell Wilson thing. Uh, look. <laughs> what a transition. Seattle. Russell's associated with Seattle. And I know in this Because he's laying he in bed, he missed Seattle. out on it. If he does leave, it would be to an American League team. I don't see them trading him to a National American League team. League. So that means the Raiders would be in play. That's good. I live in Vegas. But come on, guys. You haven't learned anything from, from Indianapolis? Look, Indy wouldn't get... Andrew Luck, an offensive line. For years, they didn't draft him a go-get offensive lineman, and you saw what happened to Andrew Luck, and he's I way am year younger I than Russell Wilson, and he's out of I am so come on, Seattle. I am the man smart. some offensive <laughs> linemen. I'm just saying. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. OJ. God, his insight why, is incredible. Why are people still listening to him? Why is he commenting on what's going to stop Tiger Woods from playing? It's not going to be the needs. It's not the legs. He can get over that. It's the ankle. That's the problem. I don't see him recovering fully from that. That's uh, that's his take. I love how also he was um, he got the shot and he was laying in bed for two days. That's why he missed out on the Russell Wilson story. He he was too busy laying in bed doing nothing, recuperating from the shot uh, to follow what's going on with Russell Wilson. He wasn't too bad though. He just had to lay in bed for two days. <laughs> And, and couldn't reach the TV remote. <laughs> but thank God he's vaccinated. I mean, my goodness. I, as a matter of fact, that was on 
probably the top of my head. When is OJ getting vaccinated? And now <laughs> here we are. He is fully vaccinated. He is healthy and uh, looks like he'll be around for a long time. So good for him. I'm 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 glad to hear it. those Twitter videos are going to be coming more and more and more. I'm just saying. Nice. But I mean, he uh, did talk about JJ Watt. Uh, did oh no, he didn't talk about JJ Watt. No, I thought he mentioned JJ Watt. I you know no, what he talked about Russell Wilson. This JJ Watts. Yeah, you're right. I I'm. When did this JJ Watt story come out? Yesterday. Okay, so this was after that video he posted Tuesday. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> What I, I did not see this. Who wrote this? The fake Peloton account said his choices were down to Cleveland, oh, yeah. Buffalo, and Green Bay. It got like Barstool retweeted like a picture of it or something, and it was it was a, a picture of his uh, Peloton account. I guess it was fake. It makes sense because it had the three team. I, I forget what three teams it was. It was uh, Green Co- Bay, Cleveland, Buffalo, and Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. And those are none of those teams are the ones he ended up on. <laughs> But everyone was like, his Peloton account is the one that's, uh, you know, stating where he's going to go. Oh, my God. Yeah, He even tweeted out, I don't own a bike. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh later God. in the day, he uh, tweeted a picture of himself in an Arizona Cardinals shirt with the uh, caption, source, me. <laughs> well, there you have it. Well, there you have it. That's he's going wild. to the Cardinals. The, the fake accounts, like, they, you have to get verified in order to put it on, like, to see it's real you know what i mean yeah sure I, I, even like some of the news like it's kind of wild like I, there was something today about um amani bates is he's the you know the high school player out of is it ypsilanti or East, yeah he anyway he's like the next big five star the top recruit in the 2022 class and there was a big story out out of bleachers and it was like amani bates is probably going pro or something before he goes he's not gonna go to msu <laughs> And then literally, like, on Imani Bates' Twitter, it was like, uh, if it's not coming from me, then don't believe it. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Anyway. You got to be careful out it's there. It's pretty wild. Like, yeah, it, yeah, people just pump out stuff to pump it out. Uh, Alex, um, I want to hear more about this this Nike story because this sounds really interesting. I mean, what is going on? Yeah, so Nike's vice president uh, of their North American division, general manager of their North American division and vice president, she had to resign suddenly because there's a story in Bloomberg Businessweek about her son, her 19-year-old son, Joe, uh, because it was revealed that he used, uh, he charged over $100,000 to her credit card to buy various sneakers for his resale business. And (laughs) while... What's that? I, well, I'm just, I'm just like shocked. How old is this kid? I'm <laughs> shocked. Okay, so this is obviously not very uh, a smart thing. Yeah. To do. So, so he he's one of those people that like goes on and buys all the limited edition sneakers, and he even uses bots to buy it to oh, you know get a, ahead of line. And his mom's the VP of Nike, <laughs> and he does this. He's yeah, he's the son of the VP of Nike, and he Unreal. does this. Unreal. And he's got a connection. <laughs> so he he had a story in Bloomberg. Business week where he said he made over six hundred thousand dollars in May doing this. His business. Wow. Did. Yeah, his business is called uh, where to go? West Coast Streetwear. But so what did what did he do wrong? He bought. He stole a hundred thousand dollars from his mom. I hope he paid her back. Well, it doesn't. It's. I mean, sure. Yeah, it's it's unclear exactly what went wrong because it says that back in twenty eighteen she disclosed information about her son's business to Nike. And that Nike at the time said it was fine. 
Um, so what that means exactly, I'm not sure, but something must have gone wrong between 2018 and now because the story was published and she, quote unquote, departed the company almost immediately. Well, is it really a good look to um, buy shoes from your mother's company, who is the VP of that company, buy shoes that are limited edition right away, very, 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 very early release and knows that they're coming and knows that they're going to be valuable because maybe he knows that, you know, his mom works there and he has information regarding what's going to be valuable, buys it right away and then sells it for a 600% profit. I mean, isn't that's good yeah, he, It's a bad had, look. He had really pictures. Good. Well, I don't, I don't know if he had a 600% profit. It says that he spent more than $100,000 on her credit card, but that was just on her credit card. He might have had money from elsewhere. I mean, being the um, but yeah, there's there's pictures on his Instagram of him in front of like warehouses full of tennis shoes. Let me see this. <laughs> Is it in one of the stories that you posted, Alex? Yes. If you click pictures, on oh there the, it is, the source.com. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> he's got he's got maybe um. Oh my God! It's like oh, he's that's got not like even two, the worst picture. Two hundred or more boxes. I saw some way worse one. It's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, it's a all of the same pair of shoe right there. All the same pair. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a very uh a good look if your mom. I mean, he's he's running a small business and using his mother's connections pretty much, and 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 uh monetary resources. That she got through Nike to make more money through Nike. It's 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 not a, it's weird. Oh, it's not go, a good look. Go on Instagram. Go on Instagram and go to west.coast.streetwear. West.coast.streetwear. Great name. <laughs> yeah, here I'll drop a link in the in the show. Sheet I'll here. find it. I'll find it. I. Uh, it's not a good look. It really isn't. There's just warehouses and stacks and stacks and stacks of these shoes oh look there's some uh u of m branded jordans mm, <laughs> interesting <laughs> that sounds crazy is this it with um 63.9 million or thousand followers oh my god wow. look at these pictures i mean hundreds and hundreds maybe thousands of boxes of uh Just shoes it, pallets and pallets of shoes yeah great business wild. great business I'm mean, seriously. I it's not it's kind of like insider trading. I it's guess. not ethical. Kind of. Um, I don't know. I I don't really see what's so wrong with it. Why is his face blurred in every single picture that he posted? Well, what's kind of effed up is he uses this um there's a New York Times article that says he uses a program or service it's called CyberSoul, which is basically the bots I was telling you about where it gives you a better chance of buying things ahead of real people who want them because you know when they have these limited edition items they usually do drops we're like all right mid on midnight on this day we're going to release a thousand pairs of this you know sneaker and the first thousand people to go online log in are going to be able to buy it but if you use a program like this cyber soul you can get like 500 of those pairs right away and there's 500 people who wanted it that miss out that's what I think is the biggest problem with this. And it's a big problem in, you know, tickets that go on sale for different events and also, you know, limited edition items like this. I'm confused why his face is blurred in every single picture. He must have done something wrong. Like, there must be something illegal about his wonder. I mean, we have two lawyers on the show and we can't figure it out. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> well, 
one lawyer, one almost lawyer. <laughs> close. Very close. I, well, I, I'm i not saying he did anything wrong, and I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> well, from a legal standpoint, I'm not sure if he did, but it certainly is not a good look for, for his no. mother, the VP of Nike. Come on. I, I think Very it's a horrible shady. look. Can it's extremely imagine, shady. Can you imagine if your stupid kid made you lose your job? That's wild. Like, wow. She better demand some of that profit he made. <laughs> Boasted about uh, making uh, six hundred grand in May, like you said, Alex. <laughs> That's just May? That's what it says. Wow, mate. he was probably making some serious money then. What am I doing wrong? He's only 19. What an entrepreneur. Good for him. Yeah, wow. Did you guys hear Dolly Parton's new song? <laughs> Let me pull no. It up. Let me pull it up. <laughs> I don't think I want to, though. She has a uh, a COVID song. A, uh, a va- Actually, it's a, it's a vaccine song. If it's about... If it's not about working a nine to five, I don't want to well, hear hey, it. Hey, it's me. I'm finally going to get my vaccine. I'm so excited. I've been waiting a while. I'm old enough to get it, and I'm smart enough to get it. So she's I'm very smart happy. enough. Do you have to be smart to get a vaccine? Is that a qualification? I, I guess maybe. I she think did. she's saying some dummies aren't getting it. Yeah, I said I'm going to yeah. get my Moderna shot today, and I wanted to tell everybody. I think you should get out there and do it too. I haven't changed one of my songs to fit the occasion. It goes, <clears throat> vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, <laughs> Oh vaccine, my God. Vaccine, vaccine. Is she still performing live? And that's a bit too late. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's gruesome. That's the money shot. That's the money shot. Yeah, that was beautiful, Dolly. Thank you, Killing Dolly. it on Twitter. There's a lot of people coming out about, I mean, this is going to be happening a lot more frequently now that like celebrities are getting the vaccine and, and people in the limelight are getting the vaccine coming up. Like there's going to be so many people on Twitter and on Instagram and wherever talking about like, Oh, you got the vaccine and I'm doing great. And it's just going to be, that's where our timelines are going to be flooded with for the next few months. So it's just, it's another excuse for the celebrities to try to get their face out there. Exactly. And and make them seem like a good person. So, get, get ready for it. Oh, I'm ready. Are you? Not really. I don't follow any of them, so. <laughs> That's a smart thing to do. <laughs> um, Did you watch SNL, Alex? With uh, Nick Jonas? Yeah, with Nick Jonas. I did. I wasn't the biggest fan. I know you enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I don't like Nick Jonas, though. That's the thing. I, I really don't either, but I thought that it was... I thought there were some really good skits. I I mean, I don't know. I, I'm usually pretty cynical about it, but for whatever reason, this one just hit home for me. There were a few really good skits that I thought. I even thought the cold open was good with... uh, uh It was um, Dr. Fauci, played by Kate McKinnon. Oh and, yeah, and uh, it was it was that game show. Gre- uh, Gretchen Whitmer was on it. Governor Whitmer was there. She made an appearance. She did make an appearance. And uh, well, Cecily Strong as Governor Whitmer. Right. Well, I sh- yeah, I should have said that. But it was pretty much stuff like uh, determining who's getting the vaccine and not. And uh, I I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know why, but this weekend I thought so. Um, but um, kind of along the uh, entertainment realm. I think everybody better look out because Joe Exotic is planning a Tiger King tell-all book. He's going to release it. Yep. He can read? (laughs) Wait, he can write? (laughs) Tiger King, the official tell-all memoir. It's set to be published in November. 
And it's going to focus on uh, Tiger King, Joe Exotic, a proud um, polygamist and self-proclaimed gun-toting gay redneck with a mullet. Uh, that's according to the uh, description on the publisher's website. Uh, sorry, polygamist. Excuse me. <laughs> it's two husbands. I should have got that. Uh, Joe pulls back the curtain on the man behind the headlines from a tragic childhood riddled with abuse to his dangerous feuds with big cat rivals and beyond. Nothing is off the table. Um, Exotic told E! News, it's going to be a truth tale book. Everybody that's ever done anything good, it's going to be in there. And anybody that's got bones in your closet, you better look out. Um, He went on to say that, uh, well, viewers thought it was all about fame and it was all about money, and that's the furthest from the truth. The only reason I ever got into doing the television show at the park and into doing all the crazy shit I did was to try to keep my staff and my animals safe. I had to act like a crazy bastard to keep people out of the zoo. I'm going to explain all of that. So it was all an act? Carol Baskin. Um, I guess he's writing this memoir in prison because he's killed her husband, whacked him. He's serving a 22-year sentence in, uh, connected to the 2017 murder-for-hire plot to kill his rival. Convince me that it didn't happen. For Carol Baskin, convincing, uh, well, the murder-for-hire plot to kill Carol Baskin. And for violating federal wildlife laws, uh, he was arrested in 2018 and found guilty of 19 counts. In addition to the attempted murder-for-hire, he was also found guilty for killing five tigers and the selling of lion and tiger cubs. So that is going to be... That was all an act, guys. He he just did that. He just did that to keep his tigers safe. That, is that what it is? That's all an act? <laughs> I oh had my. to... Uh, uh, all the crazy shit I did. Venom to tigers, they snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I had to act like a crazy bastard to keep people out of the zoo. I'm going to explain all of that. Will you be reading this memoir? <laughs> yeah, today? he's got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, absolutely. You got it sounds like a great read. <laughs> I, I doubt it's very like uh, uh, intellectual, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I guarantee he didn't write What's it. What's happening? Do great <laughs> oh, God. I love that show. That was great. That was probably the best thing about March was that was that yeah. documentary, and everyone watched it. Oh, my God. I remember watching that. I got into Ozark. I, I did Ozark for a long time, which I love, and I'm looking forward to the next <laughs> season coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, every, everybody watched Tiger King. It was one of those things where, like, Everyone watches it. Yeah. Everyone watches it. It was it was wild. It was Absolutely wild. wild. Um, okay, I guess one more thing. Uh, I, I haven't heard this yet, but there is a new single, if anyone cares, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Is it better than the last two songs we've played on the show? I, well, I'm not sure. I've never heard it. Probably not. Though. Well, it's a high <laughs> bar to match uh, with Dolly's and the Carol Baskin song. But Maroon 5 and Megan Thee Stallion come together and they debut a new song a new single beautiful mistakes if you're listening to hits one on Sirius XM this will be the song that you hear I just want to hear the beginning well, I'm not gonna play the whole thing but I am kind of curious to hear the combo of Megan the stallion with maroon 5 it seems like an interesting duo I I, I never would have imagined those two together 
But <laughs> here we are. Beautiful mistakes. It's beautiful, it's bittersweet, you like a broken home. Don't wait, I take a shot of memories and black. I like an empty street. I fill my days with the way you walk and fill my nights with broken dreams. I make up blouses on my head like one day you'll come back to me now. I'm not holding on. This wild music video, Zach. <laughs> Looks like a comic book. Like what? It's a comic book. It does. Can I be honest? This sounds like every Maroon 5 song that ever come out. Like the same thing. Yeah, and I bet the hook with Megan is telling me sound like every Megan. <laughs> they have like the brand and they just keep pumping out the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you know, those are great lyrics when you start going to the na na na. They really dug deep with your soul for that one. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Where's Where's Megan the Stallion? This is just Maroon Five. It, it, this is Maroon Five. Where is? Oh, there she is. Whatever. <laughs> A hit? <laughs> number one. I, it will be number one. It, definitely. Um. By It'll the way, be a, it will be. Just name recognition only. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, have you guys been following um, like like top music recently, like in the past few months, like like what's like the top songs in the country? No, actually. Have, have you been following it all, Alex? Uh, every once in a while, I'll check out the charts to see if anything new looks interesting, but I haven't seen much. Um, <laughs> okay, the number one song in the country is that Olivia Rodrigo song, Driver's License. Yes, they did the SNL skit about it. That was funny. They did, but uh, you've heard this song, right, Alex? Yeah. Okay. This could be possibly the stupidest song ever. The fact that it's number one is outrageous. It's it's the dumbest song. I've never heard it. Let's hear. Have it. you heard about it? I can't be. Too you don't. Much you worse. don't like a song about like a grown woman not having a driver's license. <laughs> Wait, no, well, she's seventeen. Oh. The song is about. Um, she, Alex, you may know this. She was like from High School Musical, the series. Uh, the TV series, right? Why would I know this? I don't know. I, I don't I'm know. insulted. <laughs> well, she was from like, I mean, and she dated one of these these loser guys on the show, and like in real life, they dated, and 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 she was in love with him, and it was amazing, and they just loved each other, and he wrote songs for her, and it was so beautiful. Oh, I think I've heard this actually, and. He broke up with her, and he went with an older girl who's 21, an older girl. <laughs> what and a tragedy. Olivia was... A cougar, a real cougar. <laughs> I mean, these are like 17-year-olds. Olivia is... I mean, now they're 17. At the time, they were probably like 16 or 15, but Olivia was devastated. I mean, it was just absolutely gut-wrenching for this boyfriend to be uh, with this older girl, and Olivia in the dust so she wrote this song driver's license and it's about her getting her license and uh i'll only be able to take a minute of it this is what the people like listening to the kids 
How long did you talk about getting a driver? <laughs> a long time. This is a this is a style. Someone else does this really sad kind of music style. Taylor Swift. No, it's Billie not Taylor Eilish? Swift. Yeah, it is Billie Eilish. Today I drove through the suburbs crying because you weren't around. crying yet Zach? No, it, 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 it's that Billie Eilish like sad type of music. It's just, but he's so okay now that if you need a good cry, if you need a good cry, you blast this on the radio and belt it like Alex to Adele. You said forever now I drive alone past your street. That's the number one song in the country, and it I, keeps going. We need going. something upbeat, you know? We do need something upbeat. I'm, I'm tired of it. What is this? You know what we really need is is more uh, Tiger King. That's what we need. He had some jams. Stop. Meanwhile, her her ex is over there, like. I beat her ass like ten times. <laughs> Who played that? That wasn't tasteful. I didn't. That wasn't tasteful. He is not doing well with women. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. No, he's. <laughs> uh, she would not be my first choice. Just remember. Love trumps hate. <laughs> this woman, she's a basket what? case. So men are married to women who scream like you. They just want to die soon. <laughs> You're sexist. That's horrible. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's what the kids are listening to, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. God. Amazing. Dude, Amazing. Time to get out of the house and have some fun. Move around. <laughs> I'm, sad songs I am sick are of horrible. the sad songs. Why can't there be he something a little more fun? His penis hard no <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> God damn. Okay, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I'm, I'm gonna go crank Olivia Rodrigo. Excuse I'm, me, what? I'm gonna go crank it. Oh, I guess I, I need a good cry. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think she's old enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Alex. <laughs> Zach said it first. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Boy, that's unbelievable. That escalated uh, quickly. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, no. The post-show jam. I'm getting out of here. Where's the outro? <laughs> Please get me out oh, of here. Oh, my God. That was great. Yeah, great. That's for last. <laughs> Uh, well, you know where to find us by now at Cutting Out Early on Twitter, CuttingOutEarly.podcast on Instagram. Send us an email if you've uh, listened this far. Just send us a message just to tell us you listened to the outro. That'd be really helpful. <laughs> Why not? Early.podcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please like, review, subscribe. Find us on iTunes, Apple Music, 
uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, and us, because I'm sure we're not your favorite. But anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. say that. And, don't say that. And be sure to blast some Olivia Rodriguez for uh, Max. Olivia Rodrigo. Excuse me. you got to be careful. Um, and uh, please tell uh, two friends about the show. That's your weekly task this week. Uh, two friends so we can uh, build our audience. <laughs> or as many as you have. Whichever comes first. That works too. Whichever, whichever one's higher. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Yep. Yeah. Sit.